Good morning, everyone. How are you this beautiful day, this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And every Wednesday we have Sword of the Spirit. Sword of the Spirit, that's part of the armor of God. As we go out each day, we need to be fully dressed with the armor of God, as described for us in Ephesians chapter 6. And when we turn to Ephesians chapter 6, we learn that the sword of the Spirit is a very important part of that armor. That is a defensive weapon against the enemy's attacks, our adversaries. And what is the sword of the Spirit? It is the Word of God. So in keeping with that, in this episode, we always talk about passages in the Bible with a topic area. Well, what do we have for today? Today we have faith walk. What does that mean to you, to have a faith walk? According to Google definition, faith is a belief, trust, and loyalty to a person or thing. Christians find the security and hope in God as revealed in Jesus Christ and say amen to that unique relationship to God in the Holy Spirit through love and obedience as expressed in lives of discipleship and service. Well, that's a lot, isn't it? Another source describes faith as a belief that leads to action. You know, faith without works is dead. Faith is an active trust in God, a belief in what he says is true that results in action. So that's the proof of our faith. When we have faith in God, we believe that we are sinners deserving of eternal punishment. As in Romans 3.23, For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Therefore, we must have active faith in God. We depend on Him. The true definition of faith is found in Hebrews 11, verse 1. Here I share the Amplified Bible, the triumphs of faith. In the Amplified Bible, it explains a little bit more as you go along. Hebrews 11, 1. Now faith is the... Ap- uh, <clears throat> Let me start over. Faith is the assurance, title, deed, confirmation of things hoped for divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen. The conviction of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Well, if you had difficulty following along with that, let me share it again in the message, faith in what we don't see. And that's more like our everyday language. The fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors, set them above the crowd. And you may know that in Hebrews 11 is like a walk of fame, a walk of faith of our ancestors. So that would be an excellent source if you are feeling like you are weak in your faith. The Christian walk is an aspect of sanctification, that is, growth into godliness. As in 2 Peter 3.18, the growing faithful Christian will strive to walk, to live in a way that is pleasing to God. But we're still not perfect. 
believers desire to walk humbly with their God. That's in Micah 6, 8. So, the sanctification process may look like you're following along the pathway, but you hit potholes and detours along the way. As in Ephesians 6, the shield of faith is an integral part of your whole armor of God against the demonic acts, attacks. The shield of faith, our protection. With faith, we have God's protection. Ephesians 6, 16 in the Amplified Bible again. Above all, lift up the protective shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. All the flaming arrows of the evil one. So the shield of faith is very important. How many of us know that the enemy attacks our, even our thoughts, makes suggestions, evil suggestions, reminds us of our feelings constantly. But with the shield of faith, what was it that it said again? The shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. What does it really mean to walk by faith? Walking by faith means you have the courage to stand up for the hurting, the broken, the downtrodden, to face death yourself for the good of others, knowing that there is an eternity after. Look at Esther and how she risked the death penalty to save the Jews. You can find that in the book of Esther. You may just have to play the part of a fool. And a a lot of times, non-Christians look at what we do and they wonder, what in the world? (laughs) Another source said, walking by faith means that you continue to cling to the dream that God has planted in your heart. Well, I've had many moments in my life where I was tempted to lose my faith. Time and time again, the enemy has attacked me. How about you? And while I was in a weakened state, I could rally myself, stir up my faith, knowing that God is greater than anything the enemy may throw at me. God is stronger. God is greater. And that would help me to press on. Yes, things are going to happen on earth. We all know it. But God is in control. We can cry out to the Lord and he will rescue and deliver us. He redeems us through the blood of his son. So God truly, truly cares about everything that is happening in our lives. We can rally our faith. Do you have a testimony where you had your faith tested? Of course you have. The enemy is working on all of us, trying to let us, cause us to have weakened faith or to lose our faith. Have faith over fear. During this um, outbreak of the COVID virus, we were tempted sorely to be fearful, to be afraid of everything. But God, Have faith in God over your fears, and you will be rejoiceful. What does the Bible say about stepping out in faith? Stepping out on faith really means to do what God said 
to do without knowing the outcome of it. It is simply obeying the voice of God without a clue as to what will happen. Abraham is an excellent example. He stepped out in faith when God told him to leave his relatives and go into a land that he told him to go. Well, he didn't tell him what land he was going to land in. He just knew he had to go, and each step was directed by the Lord. He went out not knowing where he was going. Can you imagine that? And that he was walking by faith, not by sight. And each of us, as we're given a calling, we do have those moments where we can give in to fear, but we can also rally our faith and courageously take those steps and God will guide us. What does the Bible say about faith in action? Faith in action. I know a lot of people who say, I believe that God will do this or that, and I'm not going to do anything until he does it. But that's not faith. Faith is when we act upon that belief that God is working, and we step out into the unknown, believing that God is with us. Faith in action. Action requires faith in God and trust in His Word to accomplish great things for the kingdom. The faint-hearted, the fearful, and the doubters will always struggle with taking action. They will always find a reason not to do it. They will always have a way to postpone it. However, there's hope for those who long to be courageous in their Christian walk. Again, I encourage you to step out in faith. Let your faith be greater than your fears. I'm doing this podcast. I never thought that I would be willing or able to speak out on a podcast. And I can't look at the numbers. I have to believe that I'm reaching someone. Maybe that one, that one lost sheep. Or some that one thing that I say is helpful and and encourages positive change in a person, then I must do it. Uh, My faith must be greater than my fears. You may have heard that faith without works is dead. And here it is in James 2, verse 17. Did you know that it was in the Bible? So too, faith, if it does not have works to back it up, is by itself dead, inoperative, and ineffective. Ineffective, that word really hit me because I write books and I feel inspired by God as I write. And I know that it will affect someone as they read, but I don't know if anyone's going to read it. I don't know what the price will be or what people will think, but I have to do it with faith, not fear. So I write and I don't not only write but I publish these books. Can a person walk with, faith, walk with God without faith? Hebrews 11.6 in the Amplified Bible, and I hope you'll listen to this. But without faith, it is impossible to walk with God and please Him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that He rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek Him. So I encourage you to rally your faith. Rally your faith today. Read the Word of God. Learn more about the character of the Lord. Learn more about what God's promises for you are. Forget about the enemy. Look, put your focus on the Lord. 
You may know I refer to myself as an ambassador for Christ. And in this, I'm saying that I'm a believer of Jesus Christ. I'm a follower of him, and I share the good news of Jesus wherever feasible. In Romans 10:17, we find faith comes from hearing, that is, hearing the good news about Christ. Therefore, I love to encourage listeners to accept Jesus if they've not done so already. It's the most important decision that we can ever make for our future. Here are some powerful scriptures about salvation. John 3, verses 16 and 17. For this is how God loved the world. He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent His Son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through Him. You may think, oh, there's many ways of coming to God. No, there's only one way, and God tells us that. God demonstrated His ultimate unconditional love for us, Another important scripture is this, John 14, 6. Jesus said himself, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Have you confessed Jesus? Let's read Romans 10, 9 to see how important it is that you confess it out loud among others. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. People who make that important decision to become a believer need to confess it. But if you've, if you've not prayed it before you th- and you've not confessed it, what you might say, here's a meaningful prayer for you to begin with. And this is an example. I hope that you will pray to the Lord yourself, but pray this with me out loud now. Say it with your heart a contrite, sincere heart, and say it out loud. Dear Jesus, I know who you are. You are the only begotten Son of God, and I know what you did. You suffered and died on the cross, even for me. You paid for my sins while I was still a sinner, and you rose from the grave. I need you, Jesus. I am hopeless. I am nothing without you, but I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me. I put away all my sinful life. I walk away from it now, and I ask you to forgive me. I repent of my sins. I ask you to come into my heart, and I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for receiving me, and I will serve you all of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. If this is your first time saying that prayer, and set it believing in your heart, then you are saved. You're born again, and you've just started your Christian walk, your relationship with the Lord. You have hope for the future and eternity with Jesus. I want to encourage you as you travel your own Christian walk, your sanctification process. There may be some detours or potholes along the way, as I described to you earlier. Trials along your path will happen, But overcoming happens. How does it happen? As you follow Jesus in all you do, study God's word, obey and praise the Lord in all things, and enjoy an abundance in his calling. Walk out his purpose in your life. Do that courageously. 
Never give up your hope, faith, and love. As we draw closer to Him in worship and service, personal time spent with God, we keep ourselves under His umbrella of protection, the shield of faith, working out our hope. Uh, let's look at Romans fifteen thirteen. May God, the source of hope, fill you with all joy and peace by means of your faith in Him, so that your hope will continue to grow by the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, that's powerful. In fact, all of Romans is powerful. All of the Gospel of John is powerful. I, I encourage you to start with them. Start anywhere. Read the Word of God and study it. It is living. It is inspired by God. And you will rally your faith. Hope may be the source of May God be the source of hope, fill you with joy and peace by means of your faith in Him, so that your hope will continue to grow by the power of the Holy Spirit. Did you know the Holy Spirit is in every believer? Our body is the temple of God. We can rely on the Holy Spirit to intercede our prayers, to be our comforter, to guide us every step of the way, and so much more. Let me end this episode with this. Found, this passage is found in 2 Corinthians. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. In Jesus' name. Well, I want to thank you for joining me today. I hope you'll join me every Wednesday morning in the episode of Sword of the Spirit with a podcast, Turn to God with Karen. As you may know, Turn to God with Karen has episodes every Monday morning, where we have Hope and Faith Journey. We cover various um, various uh, issues, uh, challenges, always encouraging and encouraging and hope for healing. And every Friday we have Karen's Book Corner where I share a little bit about books I've written or something that other authors have written. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Please go to my website and let me know what you think of this podcast. I love comments and suggestions. Any feedback is always welcome. And my website is KarenJaneCasey.com. There is a contact page there so you can reach me directly. So if you've read and enjoyed any of my books, especially if they've brought you encouragement or positive change, please let me know. And I'll appreciate a great review on Amazon.com. Well, thank you and God bless.